Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. Lord, we stand in awe. We stand in awe. You never stop, Lord. You never stop. You always make a way. Lord, I thank you that this morning our eyes will be opened to the supernatural. That, Lord, every time you put your super to our natural, there's nothing too hard for you. God, if you are for us, who can be against us? What can man do to us? And we've seen it over and over and over again. And we just give you glory, Lord, for what you are doing in the city, for what you are doing in people's lives, in businesses. Thank you, Father, that you are raising up this city to be on fire for you. Thank you that your glory cloud will not be lifted from Emilas Leni. That you are going forth. And you are roaring. You are roaring. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Touch. Just touch us. Afresh and you. Lord, we just realize again, we need you to, to come and anoint us afresh in you every single day. And we just declare this morning, we can do nothing without you. Holy Spirit, flow. Just flow through us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Gonna take this off. On Friday morning, um, we had a few um, leaders that came together here, and and we just had a session. But for two weeks, God has just been prompting me about roaring, and how it is the line of Judah. And he roars, and um, we sat in a circle, and I know it sounded, and, and the, the first person I said, you know, roar, what are you roaring over? And I just felt we must roar, <laughs> and I gave the mic to everybody, and it was first, of course, I roared first, and mine sounded like, and, and, and Piet even said it, um, Pastor Piet, he said that, um, uh, he told the story about Lion King and how little, um, what is his name? The Simba, thank you. <laughs> how Simba tried to roar and it sounded so, but then when, when he roared again, his dad was standing behind him and he was roaring through him. And when, when Mufasa roared, and that's what happens 
you know, many times we think our roar is, I mean, if I roar, people laugh at me, but I'm roaring over situations because there's situations in our lives that we need to roar over. And um, when we came to church on Sunday morning, there was a, a liberated, set free, delivered drug addict at the, can you see what I'm saying? At the intersection. <clears throat> and um, he came to, oh no, yeah, yeah, it was here at the intersection. And he came to us begging, but he had bread, he was eating bread. But we don't, we enable them when we give them something, unfortunately. It is true. But we pray over them every time. <clears throat> and, um, and I said to Pastor Yaku, open your window and roar. <laughs> Then the people behind was wanting us to leave already, so we had to go over. But he said, the guy will think we're crazy. I said, I don't care. <laughs> and you know what? But I want to tell you the story. That morning, there was a lady on, on Sid Roth, it's supernatural. I'll charge him for my um, uh, um, advertisement. Thank you, lovey. <laughs> I'm joking. Anyway, so... Um, she was saying that the same thing that God was speaking to me about, that God told her to start roaring over people and situations. And a lady came in that was so demonized, and when they roared over her, she was set free, delivered immediately. Immediately. And there's a scripture, I want to give it to you. Um, it's in Isaiah. Uh, there's a few. But this one says in Isaiah 5, verse 29, their roaring is like, like that of a lioness. They roar like young lions. They growl and seize their prey and carry it safely away. And there is none to deliver it. But, and there's another scripture in Jeremiah that says, um, he shall mightily roar upon his habitation. He shall give a shout, and they that tread the grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. See, we have to start roaring over situations in our lives. Even if it sounds to you, I mean, like Pastor Yaku can really roar. I, I want him to roar now. Um, is it okay, lovey? Will you roar for me? I'm first going to roar. Uh, then, because there's a situation in our lives at this moment that we really need God to, to roar over, to accelerate. We know we're going to have the favor. We know he's going to make a way. And, but, but sometimes our natural, we have to do the natural so that God can do the supernatural. See? So my roar sounds like this. You see? Now listen to Pastor Yaka's roar. Go for it, Nabi. Can you see? Now, that's the prophetic. The prophetic, sometimes we have to do a prophetic action over situations for it to break through. God is the God of breakthrough and he works with everybody differently. But what I want to tell you this morning I'm not going to ask each and every one of you to roar. I wanted to, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I want you to go home or sit in your car or wherever 
write the situation down that, that you need breakthrough through now or want God to do. It can be over your city. It can be over a child. It can be over a, a, a druggie on the, on the corner of the road. It can be whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to do. But I want you to go and roar over it. Will you do that? I'm telling you, if God tells me something like that, it's, it's like um, one time I was listening to somebody and he said, he was the speaker, he had to come with an amazing message and he was prepared and he got on that stage and God said to him, cluck like a chicken. And he said, God, I'm not going to do that. And God said again to him, I don't want you to deliver the message. I want you to, to run around and cluck like a chicken. And he thought, no, it's going to be God. <laughs> and he opened his message, started to pray. And when he opened his mouth, nothing came out. And he, went, he had to cluck like a chicken. And he knew, I have to cluck like a chicken. And he, and he started to go, and he was running around on that platform. And suddenly, the Spirit of God hit that place. And people started getting delivered and set free. See, obedience. And um, Kenneth Copeland yesterday morning said he had to hit somebody in the stomach. And I know um, John Wesley also. He, he used to, I think it was him or Moody. Moody. Smith Wigglesworth. He says he doesn't hit the person. He hits the demon in the person. And I don't say doing that. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But, but sometimes it's just to be obedient to what God tells you to do. And you will, you will see what starts to happen. And 99% of the time, I have to roar over somebody else's stuff. And then our stuff comes into fulfillment <laughs> anyway. And, but... That's not what I wanted to talk about this morning. I just felt to share that with you. Um, so, you know, you can lose nothing to rule. I mean, if, if we have a line of Judah, when you start to roar, he's roaring behind you. He's roaring behind you. And, and he will change situations. And um, here in Isaiah 60, it says... And that's what I just want to tell you today is um, arise. You know, I, I really feel that this is a time, especially for, for each and every one year, and I really feel it strongly for Emilathleni that we are going to start rising up. There's been a lot of shifts and shaking and, and changes and um, in businesses and... And it was as if God was just saying to me this morning again, arise, arise for the, from the depression and prostrate in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. And isn't it, it was Sunday in my message as well. It was Resurrection Sunday. And it's if we realize who we are sitting in, you know, we're not just, we are, Jesus rose and when to sit at the right hand of the Father. And where are you sitting? 
You are sitting in Jesus, not just next to him, in him. And, and we did the, the, um, the um, demonstration. Thank you, lovey. Do you want to come again? Come again, please. Come sit on the chair. So, Pastor Yaku is Jesus. And now I put it next to me because it hurts me at the back. Okay, so uh, <laughs> he always wants to fix it. <laughs> so, the, the, so this is Jesus. Nee? He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Can you envision that? Can you see that? Okay, see visions is very important. So this is you and me. And where are we sitting? In him. We are sitting in him next to the right hand of the Father. In Jesus. So as he is, so are we. In this world, we are like him. God is just shifting my thinking in such a degree that I have to realize what I ask him. He does. He does. When I speak over my body, it has to react to what I say. When I speak over situations, it has to react to what I say. <laughs> so where are we sitting? Where are we sitting? Where are we sitting? Jesus. See, repetition brings revelation. I want you to close your eyes. <laughs> Monkey love you. I want you to close your eyes. Everybody on the live stream as well. Close your eyes. Lift your hands up. And I want you to see the throne room. I want you to envision Father God sitting on his throne. The crystal clear water streaming from him over you, sitting in Jesus next to him. Removing situations, opening doors. When he opens his mouth, fire comes from it, burning that which should not be. Can you see who you're sitting in? Can you see that? Hallelujah. You know, God says many times, what do you see? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you seeing sitting there in Jesus? His righteousness. Who we are in him, we are the righteousness of Christ, of God in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, we are sitting there in him. I just see how he's covering us. I see just white. And we're looking at a, at a street that's, that's see-through gold. It's so pure. And that's how he's made us, each and every one of us. He's purified us. He's justified us. He wants us to shine. Hallelujah. Can you open your eyes? It says there, shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord. 
for your light has come. Say, my light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon me. It says here, for behold, darkness shall cover the earth and a dense darkness all peoples. Can you see? And what does God say? He says, in the end times, the darkness will grow darker, isn't it? But what happens to the light? It shines brighter. It shines brighter. You know, the vision I just had was, we are like golden lampstands, shining so bright, and the flow from heaven, that anointing, that oil keeps on flowing. But if you don't release it, it, it uh, when, the, when um, the widow, when her, her vessels, when she didn't have any more, the flow of the oil stopped. You see, we have to be an open vessel all the time. And the more we give out, the more it will increase. The more the oil will increase. The more the anointing will increase. And we must remember, the gift and the call on your life is irrevocable. That means God gives it to you. It was placed inside of you before you were formed in the womb. You were intrinsically knitted together. Psalm 39, 139.14. See, I think we don't realize. Well, I don't think it. I know it. And, sometimes, and, and every time I tell you when I preach, when I, when I sit here and, 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 and we do the school of the supernatural... We have to realize when we use the word of God, we are speaking the supernatural into our situation. But we have to do the natural because the natural came first. Adam came first. Then the supernatural, Jesus, came into the natural. And he did the supernatural. But so effortlessly. But the thing was, and we have to realize that, that your anointing can't, can't keep you where your character doesn't carry you. I mean, if, if uh, we had a situation this morning, I did, um, where a farmer phoned me and he was so angry with me. And I really didn't do anything wrong. I did everything right. But thank God, because... And I'm not um, integrity. We have to, we will only be known by our fruit. And, what, and I could immediately show him exactly the whole transaction from the start to the finish. And he could see that because he said something doesn't smell right to him. But you know what? But, you see, if you do things right and you keep on, God will increase. Just keep on doing it right. Do what God tells you to do. Keep on keeping on. Stay rooted. Stay planted in the word of God. Keep on speaking it and the radiance will come and it will increase. It's already there and it's increasing on each and every one of you. When I look at you this morning and... um, 
I, I, I see ministries, ministries being birthed. And it, it felt like it's so much pain. And, and, and what, what you thought, it, it, this is a word for somebody. You thought this is the way, this is exactly where I should be, this is what I should do, and, it, and everything just crumbled. And it's breaking up. And it's as if it, but, but God is saying it, it's only preparation. He turns it around. I mean, we, uh, we did things and we did one step wrong. Not, uh, we, we had to do it the other way, but we didn't know. And, and now we really are, we're in a position where we really have to trust God for, it's impossible with man. It's impossible with us. But we know it's possible with him. And he's going to work it out for good. Doesn't matter how it's going to turn out. It's going to turn out for our good. That we know. But right now, we, we are really um, trusting God for a supernatural breakthrough. And... In, in, a, in, I don't want to say it, but you can pray for us. We, we know it's going to happen and it's going to be a great testimony. So, um, okay, I will. Sure. I'm so excited for you. For each and every one of you, really. You're not here by coincidence this morning. You're not. You're going to rise. You're going to shine. You're going to. You're not going to miss it. You're not going to miss it. You're not. Your family's not going to miss it. Say, I haven't missed it. I took a detour, but I haven't missed it. (laughs) No. It's going to be different. It's going to be different from now on. It's going to be different. And nations shall come to your light. Say, nations will come to my light. Nations. I call forth the nations in Jesus' mighty name. I am maturing. My character is, in, is full of integrity. People know me by my fruit. My fruit is mature. My fruit is succulent. To eat, it attracts many. I am gentle. I am kind. I am faithful. I am loyal. My yes is my yes. My no is my no. I do nothing in between. Because that is from the evil one. Hallelujah. 
Lift up your eyes round about you and see. I want you to lift up your eyes and see. I want you to go and sit down and write down what do you see? What do you see? What do you see? Do you see your, your, your house in Australia? I know you do. <laughs> Can you see your son standing in front of the nations, preaching, doing signs, wonders, and miracles? It is a boy, isn't it? Yes. What is his name? Jordan. Wow. Can you see how many people will be baptized through him? Being set free, being raised up to a new life? Yes. We have to see. See what happens when we, when we deal with certain things in our lives. And, and, and I've seen it and, and I've really started to pray about it that um, God shows me certain people at certain times that I have to pray for. And then I really have to keep on praying even if I don't see and, and see it because I'm planting seeds and they need to germinate. And they grow because we must remember many times people have not, they think they have, but you, I, God shows, shows you that there's still some rejection or um, lack of confidence or, you know, whatever. God doesn't just show me the negative. I see the positive much more than the negative. But then you pick up, this person is so rejected. So what do they do? They reject everybody. They reject everybody because we can only give what we have. If we have confidence, we can share confidence. If we have love, we share love. If we have kindness, we share kindness. If we have peace, we share peace. Whatever. Make sense? But we should, doesn't matter, you know, um, God will give me the words. I. They, they all gather themselves together. They come to you. Say, people gather themselves together and they come to me. You have something to give because you're sitting in Christ Jesus. You have something to say. You can pray. You can give them a scripture. You can start speaking over them. You can start speaking I mean, we speak over our grandchild every single day. Over our children, over the businesses, over this church, over this congregation, over our families, over our friends. And I, you know why now I speak the word. Because my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. And if you open your mouth and you just speak the word, 
I mean, on Sunday morning, um, somebody came to church and um, I had a word for her husband and he wasn't here. And I gave the word. And I just knew I'm going to see him that day. And after that, we went to a restaurant to eat. And guess who was there? Her husband, sitting with her, having lunch. And it's like, they know. They know. I should have been in church. But if God's got a word for you, he'll he'll deliver it. If it's over the airwaves or wherever, he'll, he'll, he'll get it to you. And it's going to encourage you. And it's going to make you want to step out and and do things that you've never done before. I mean, there's a, everybody sitting in front of me here today is so gifted. Each and every one of you. You are gifted. Say, I'm gifted. God has gifted me. I mean, if I, if I look at Michelle, I mean, I look at the pictures that she takes and how she does tables and, and it's like to her, it's so natural. I'm thinking, oh, you know, <laughs> it's not my gift. I can't do that. But thank God I know her that when, when I need somebody that has to do that for me, I know I have the liberty to tell her, Michelle, I need you to do this for me. Man, she can make food, she can bake cakes, she can... She knows the word. I mean, I can go on and on and on. And then I can go on about Lorraine. And and some of you I know better than others, but it, it doesn't matter. God will, at that moment when you need to do something, God will gift you to do it. Meaning his gifts. If I have to, to, to make up a place and do it, I will be able to. I will not be able to do it like her. <laughs> but there's nothing impossible for you. There's nothing impossible for you. I mean, this last few, well, this last year about, I, my body has been under attack. It's never been so bad. <laughs> ever. Ever, ever, ever. And this morning when, when I got this attack, I knew. Because when you do things right, it's not that you expect the attacks. I mean, but it, you go through them so easy. Really. Nothing was traumatic for me. It, it's not nice. And this morning I read something, it says, it, the lady said that, um, she's from America, Patricia Estes, she said that um, when, the road, when the road stops, there's no more road, God will let you walk on the water. <laughs> Isn't it? And sometimes you feel, I don't know where to go, there's no more road, but just step out, the wa- you'll walk on the water. Listen to this. Your son shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried and nursed in the arms. So, meaning, our spiritual sons and daughters, 
will be nursed. They will be fed from God. God will teach them. Said, it says in the, in, the, in the word, it says your sons and daughters will be taught from the Lord. That means your, your spiritual sons, your spiritual daughters, your grandchildren, um, your children's children. And where the attack is the most, for instance, say at the moment your relationships are under such, an amazing, such a tremendous attack. That's your ministry now. To restore relationships. To restore. No matter what, to restore. I mean, I know that there's an increase of the anointing on my life for miracles. Because God has done miracles in my body. And I know when I pray for somebody that has a pain, that pain goes. Sometimes it's immediate, sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it's over the airwaves, but I know because it's not me doing it. It's the Spirit of God through me, but through me doing it because I have to be obedient and pray for that person. And the other day somebody said that he had to pray for a lady and she was one of their biggest tithe payers in church. And she was supporting him and... um, he prayed for her. She had a um, fibromyalgia or something like that. And she was instantaneously healed. That was before she came. And then she started coming to his church. And they were one of her, their biggest tithe payers and this and that. And one time they, they had a prayer service as well or a miracle service. And she came to the front and she wanted prayer, prayer for a... Um, a um, a yield, what's that on your foot? A callus. Thank you. See, I need my husband. He's, my, he's helping me today. <laughs> she had a callus on her foot. And when he started to pray for her, it was like he knew. This woman is, she's not taking this. It's like he's praying for a, a door, you know, or a, a wall. It was like, and sometimes we do, you feel it. That person is, is in front for prayer every Sunday, but it, it's, it's delivered, it's there, but they don't take it. And I'm not criticizing, really. It's because they lack knowledge. They just lack knowledge, that's all. They'll get there. They'll get there. We just have to love on them. And it's sometimes the people... That's the most unlovable. I know. I do those tests nearly every single day. Nearly every single day. Then, then me and, and Pastor Yaku talks and I say, this person, you know, it's like, you know. <laughs> it's the most unlovable person. But that's the person I have to love the most. I have to love on the most. And it's sometimes the hardest because they've hurt you the most. They've disappointed you the most. And then God says, love them. And I say, God, I don't want to. I want to hit them with my head. (laughs) I don't do that, but it's just a joke between me and uh, um, Dr. Yvette. But 
Because she, she, she said, so many cops on. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> so it's just a joke between me and her, and I think she's laughing at me over the airways. But um, it's true. Sometimes it's the, it's the people that hurt you the most, that disappointed you the most, that you have to love on the most. Because I realized that I was such a disappointment to God, I'm sure. I made so many mistakes. I did so much things wrong. But he covered me with his love. He covered me. He loved me anyway. He knew that one day I'm going to turn around and, and change. I'm going to turn around and, and be the person he wanted me to be and start preaching the gospel and prophesying and, and do what he formed me to do and appointed me to do. And do I still make mistakes? Unfortunately, I do. Do I still disappoint people? I'm sure I do. I definitely do. Do I mean it? Most of the time, no. But we do. And many times people have an expectation of you. And or you, you, you bring an expectation. And you don't meet it. Can you relate? Has people done that to you? They've surely done it to me. Or you have an expectation. And many times, um, my daughter said it to me the other day. She says, Ma, but you, you guys, you really, <laughs> it's like, and it is. Me and Pastor Yaku, we like clean, neat, tidy. We have a certain standard. We call it excellence. And, uh, our, and we've realized if our excellence level is here and a other person's his excellence level is here, that's his excellent level. For now, that's what his excellent level is. Do you, you know what I'm saying? To him, it's clean and neat. To us, there's a few things that can change. But that's our expectation and, and level. And that's good enough. Wherever your level is, it's good enough. It's good enough. But if you know I can lift it a bit, then God will speak to you about it. He will tell you, I think you can do better here. I, not I think, I know. I know. I know you can do better. Because I'm preparing you for greater. I'm preparing you for more. I want you to arise in this. Because as we grow, it's like little babies. I mean, the other day, she could not sit yet. How old is she now? Four months. She's nearly going to sit now, ne? Yes. They start to sit at about four months, ne? Four, five months. But each one is different. And God teaches me so much through my grandson. Really. And don't think you're missing out. God's going to restore. 
exceedingly abundantly above that you could ever think, ask, or imagine. In whatever area. I mean, we talk about it a lot. I can't remember when I um, was raising my children at stages, I can't remember how I did it. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think it was so traumatic that it was, I was in such a survival mode, I just survived. Because it was so traumatic for me. I mean, I was 16 years old. But I did it. I have a wonderful son. I, I, I'm telling you, I know I did a lot of stuff wrong that I could have done better. But at that stage, I did the best I could what I knew how. Does that make sense? And that's where many of us are at the moment. We are doing the best we can where we are right now. And as we grow, and as we increase in wisdom, and as we increase in revelation, and as we increase, I mean, if we didn't see our grandson for a week, they, they went to the um, Kruger Park and, and, and Marloff, and, and they were there in between the animals and, and that. In that week, there were so many things that happened to him. So, and I was just putting it through to the spiritual. That in a week, you know how much you can change and grow and how many things God can reveal to you? If children are a month apart, there's a, it's, a, it's a big thing. When you get older, it's not so big. But in the spiritual, God just showed me, in the supernatural, in a week, so many things can change. We mustn't lose heart. We mustn't lose hope. Because he's still a God of restoration. He's still a God that can, that can do the miraculous. He's still the God of the supernatural. You just speak the word. You just keep on doing what God tells you to do. You just keep on loving on the unlovable. You just keep on praying for people. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen yet. Sometimes it's a miracle, but sometimes it's a process. And we're all in processes in our lives. But we've seen miracles. Who hasn't seen a miracle? Who hasn't? I'm sure each and every one of you can testify. Isn't it? So I just want to encourage you today. I didn't do what I prepared. Here is my preparation. <laughs> but I know it was the Spirit of God speaking. And I'm really excited in my spirit for each and every one of you. And I know some of you is hurting. And I know some of you is, is going through stuff. But you're going to get through. And some of you, you're going to be taken out of it. And God is going to change it quickly. And you'll see the miracle. And you're going to step into what God has asked for you right now. You're not going to miss it. Say, I'm not going to miss it. 
I'm going to step into what God has for me. And what God has for me is exceedingly, abundantly, above, above my highest prayer, above my highest expectation, super abundantly, I receive it. So why are we asking small? If God's going to do it exceedingly abundantly above, ask big because then you're going to get exceedingly abundantly above that. Speak it forth. Speak it forth. Prophesy it. You know, we say that over and over and over again. You speak into that situation. Whatever it may be. We were, we were a bit disappointed yesterday. We got to a place, we prayed about it, we, we thought it's going to work. It didn't work like the way we thought it was going to. We drove to Pretoria for nothing. Oh, but we had a great breakfast. <laughs> I'm joking. But... Um, it, it wasn't what we expected in vision, but guess what? God's going to do exceedingly abundantly above. He said it. We're standing on it. We keep on, keep on standing on it. God's going to do it. He said it. Every prophetic word spoken over your business, it's going to happen. Over your Every situation you're facing right now, it's going to happen. I'm telling you, we are praying for you guys. We know it's going to happen. The same for you, what you've prayed for, what, what you've asked God for. In every situation, family, in that, in that friend that you've been interceding for, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going to move. We know that. You're going to have your children. You're going to have twins. You're going to be able to handle it. You have the capacity. God spoke it over you. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't matter how, when, what, where, the W's, it doesn't matter. Kaylee, God says, he said to you, you're going to rise up. You're going to shake off the past. You're going to speak a word in season. It's going to happen. You're going to operate in a healing anointing that's going to attract many to the kingdom because you're an evangelist. God said he's going to send you all over the world. He will operate in signs, wonders, and miracles. God said, have your suitcases ready. And, and I can go on and on and on and on. Is your passport up to date? Is it, go and check it because when I checked it, mine had expired. And, and it was one of the things that, that, that put us behind. So get your stuff ready because when God does it, it's a suddenly. It's a suddenly. There's, there's a kingly anointing on you and your husband. You know that. I know the attack is fierce. I know it. But, but, but as you worship in this season, things will start breaking forth. Lorraine, I can keep on, I can prophesy over each and every one of you this morning and over the airways because I know what God wants. Don't get weary of doing good. 
Keep on praying. Keep on interceding. Know that your body is healed. See yourself jumping and leaping and praising God. Jumping and leaping and praising God. Jumping and leaping and praising God. I know at the moment, I mean, when, when I have a pain somewhere, I don't want to jump and leap and praise God. When I, when I got up this morning, man, I had a pain here. It was like, oh, and I don't want to drink tablets. And, I'm, and, and God just said to me, you just, go and, you just do what I tell you to do. You go and sit there in the front. You, you deliver the message that I gave you, not the one you prepared. And um, you will see what happened. I don't have a pain in my shoulder. It's gone. God, the same with you. You have prophetic word pages long. I know. It's going to happen. You don't have to run after it. It's going to happen. You will see it. You don't have to pray for hours. You want to pray for hours? Wonderful. I know it's good. We can never not pray enough. I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean. You have many prophetic words, a lot. Some that you looked at and thought, oh man, that's not me. But that's exactly you. That's exactly you. Madeleine, This is, this is a different season for you. Totally different. Totally, totally different. Really, I, I, I see you stepping into kingdom like never before. You really are a, a mighty businesswoman. I know it's totally different, but that's the difference. It's a different season for you. Really. God's raising you up. You know that. You know that. It's only confirmation. Every word I gave today is just confirmation. It's what you've had. It's what you know. God anoints us in that season to do what we need to do. For Anita, I mean, she knows. She's, she's a prayer warrior. She covers. She doesn't realize how she covers. And the grandchildren is with you now for a reason. And it was prophetic word that she got. She's going to be at home. She's going to look after the grandchildren. And it, there was no grandchild in sight. And they needed that money. She had to work. And now God changed everything, isn't it? So that's her season now because she's imparting into those kids and into her um, daughter-in-law and into her sons. She hasn't stopped praying for them, anointing them, teaching them how to pray. That's now. And you, you're different to when you were bringing up your children. We are. Same with you. You're so gifted. You're gifted with children. And not just your own. Really. 
such a gifted lady. I just see how, how you're going to start speaking into children's lives. Children that are hurting. Children that are despised. Children that are going through rejection. And how they get set free. Okay? Are you at a, a group or something with children? Not. Okay, think about it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this morning. Father, thank you for each and everyone sitting here. Thank you, Lord, that they will arise. They will shine. They will attract. They will plant. And thank you, Father, you are watering. And you are building. And the gates of hell will not prevail. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Thank you that it's flowing from you, Lord. Crystal clear. And we hear. We listen. And we obey. Even if we have to cluck like chickens. Or roar like lions. We will be obedient. We will do what you tell us to do. Not through manipulation. But through your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, that this season is an increase of discerning. We will discern. We will be discerning. In Jesus' mighty name. We give you all the glory and the praise. Amen and amen. Amen. Does anybody need prayer? If you need prayer, you can come to the front. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.